The many who fast are scared to even come onto the musalla and perform the, the, the tarawih salah to recite the Qur'an al-Kareem because this retaining of the Qur'an al-Kareem is not looked at. So when a person becomes a hafiz, the student, alhamdulillah, who is qualifying today, he will complete the Qur'an al-Kareem. But this is only the beginning. This is where it starts. A hafiz, he will have to do his door daily. Even after completion, do he continue at his door reciting the Qur'an al-Kareem. And in this way, our dua is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps the Qur'an sharif with him continuously and make it a means of his nadat in the afternoon. Without any further ado, inshallah, we call upon our Ustad Hazrat Mawlana Yaas Rabdamad Barakatuh to address us, inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah wa taqa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-nabiyin as-tafa. أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الذين آتيناهم الكتاب يتلونه حق تلاوته أولئك يؤمنون به ومن يكفر به فأولئك هم الخاسرون وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من قرأ القرآن وعمل بما فيه ألبس والده تاجا يوم القيامة ضوءه أحسن من ضوء الشمس في بيوت الدنيا لو كانت فيكم فما ظنكم الذي عمل بهذا أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم موسس فتر الله مايكرام بردز نلدز Indeed, the occasion for which we have gathered the completion of the Francheries, this is something which the whole world, with all its treasures and valuables, cannot equate, cannot come anywhere close to, but the value is of one person completing the Francheries, let alone thousands and tens of thousands of kuffas throughout the world and let alone the value of the Quran Sharif of even one ayat of it so this is something which is a very very great ni'mat and bounty of the Quran Sharif that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with but the issue is that do we understand the value of the Quran Sharif do we appreciate it the way it should be appreciated this is the question. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala in the Qur'an Sharif mentions that on the day of Qiyamah, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will present a complaint. Can you imagine the scene? It's the day of Qiyamah. Every person is in complete anxiety, bewilderment, worried about what's going to be his outcome. On that day when the sun will be just above the heads of people. In the riwayat of the hadith it is mentioned that there will be some up to their ankles in perspiration. Some up to their knees in perspiration. Some up to their waist in perspiration. And some up to their collarbone in perspiration. And some will just barely be keeping head over water so to say. And on that day, every person will be looking forward to the intercession of Rasulullah In various ahadith it is mentioned the details of the intercession. 
shafa'at. The people will be in such difficulties on that day that eventually they will get to discuss among one another that let's try to get the accountability started. This is too much already, even if it means thereafter somebody ends up in Jahannam, he ends up in Jahannam, this too is already too much. At least we get the Hisab Kitab going. So let us go and ask somebody to intercede on our behalf. They will first come to Adam Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. Say, you are the first human being. You are our father. Intercede to Allah Ta'ala that at least the Hisab Kitab starts off. See, today I can't do this. This is beyond me. And he will then pass them on. They will come to Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. Nuh Alayhi Salatu Wasalam, Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Wasalam, Musa Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. Various Ambiya Alayhi Salatu Wasalam. And everyone will excuse himself. This is beyond me. Eventually they will come to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he will say, this is my job. And he will go and fall in sajda in front of the Arsh of Allah Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala. And he will make, he will make such a long sajda. And in that sajda he will praise Allah Tabaraka Wa Ta'ala. With such praises which Rasulullah Sallallahu says, that فَأَحْمَدُهُ بِمَحَامِدَ لَمْ يَحْضُرْنِ الْآنِ I will praise Allah wa ta'ala with such praises which I myself am not aware of now. I'll only be inspired with those praises then. Now there is nobody who could have praised Allah ta'ala even to a fraction of the extent that Rasulullah ta'ala praised Allah ta'ala. And despite that he is saying that I will praise Allah ta'ala with such praises on that day which even I am not aware of now. Allah ta'ala will inspire in my heart. And eventually Allah Ta'ala will then command that Ya Muhammad irfa' ra'asak sal tu'tah washfa' tu shaffa' O Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam raise your head you have been too long in Sajdana raise your head ask whatever you ask you will be granted and washfa' tu shaffa' intercede on behalf of whom you wish your intercession will be accepted on that day, can we imagine when this is going to be the scene, when all the Anbiya will also be excusing themselves. That today I can't do anything. First you go to somebody else. So the first intercession will be by Rasulullah But on that day, now this is one side of the coin. On that day, Rasulullah will also present a complaint. Allah says, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ إِنَّ قَوْمِ اتَّخَذُوا هَذَا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا The Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, the Rasul of Allah Ta'ala will complain to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, my people, they abandoned the Qur'an Sharif. My people abandoned the Qur'an Sharif. Can we imagine a person comes against Rasulullah Sallallahu on the other side of this complaint? Who can save a person on that day? So on the one hand, this is a very great moment that the Qur'an Sharif has been completed, but it gives us an opportunity also to reflect upon what is our condition in terms of how we have taken to the Qur'an Sharif, how have we fulfilled the rights of the Qur'an Sharif, how much we have brought this Qur'an Sharif into our lives. So this is the aspect that we have to reflect on. So on this note that the Qur'an Sharif, what are the rights, 
how much of the rights we have fulfilled. To start off with, we have to know what are the rights of the Quran Sharif. The Quran Sharif has many, many rights. Among them, the highlights, some of the great rights of the Quran Sharif, the first and foremost right of the Quran Sharif is Iman Bil Quran. Having Iman in the Quran Sharif. Alhamdulillah, every person who is a Muslim who has Iman has Iman in the Quran Sharif also. There can be no Iman without Iman in the Quran Sharif. So, on that note, mashallah, we are all those who possess Iman on the Book of Allah wa Ta'ala. But at the same time, we need to look sometimes a little bit deeper to see to it that our Iman is correct. <coughs> our Iman is conforming to what Allah wa Ta'ala wants from us. The Iman of our children is correct. Once we mentioned the incident here on one occasion about that one child, Muslim child in school, is quarreling with another child and one fellow calls the other fellow a baboon. The child says, what's the problem with that? All of us are from baboons. When the Ustad asked him, what's going on? Why are you saying this? He says, oh, the teacher in school told us. Now there are so many ayats in the Quran Sharif that deal with the creation of Adam Allah Ta'ala created Adam from dust. And then the human race came from there. And here this child is growing up with this fallacy as a fact, which negates so many ayat of the Quran Sharif. Now this right of the Quran Sharif of having Iman on the Quran Sharif, phrase that. When this person is believing something which totally nullifies so many ayat, there are so many situations that come up from time to time that a person he blurts something out which shows that he doesn't have Iman on that particular aspect which is in the Qur'an Sharif. So this is the first right of the Qur'an Sharif, Iman bil Qur'an. And we need to keep checking, checking with all of my ikram, is my Iman correct? Then the second right of the Qur'an Sharif is Ta'limul Qur'an, teaching the Qur'an Sharif, learning it. Because in order to follow the Qur'an Sharif, which is a right of the Qur'an Sharif, we first have to know what is in there. So we have to learn the Qur'an Sharif. Starting of the learning is, Alhamdulillah, the Makatib, the primary madrasas, the Hibs classes, these are all the primary institutions of learning. Alhamdulillah, we are sending our children, inshallah, all, whichever, whichever home there is a child who is of madrasa going age, inshallah, he is attending the madrasa. He is attending the maktab. But the issue again is that how much of importance do we give to this? Many a times you will realize that the amount of importance given to circular education compared to the amount of importance given to learning the Quran Sharif is a total imbalance. Circular education gets the, not the best half, it's almost everything. And the leftovers is for the Talim of the Qur'an Sharif. Anything, any aspect, anything that the child needs to get done, even needs a haircut, it must happen in the madrasa time. If there is some visiting to do, it will happen in madrasa time. If there is some project of school to do, then we will need madrasa time for it. And as a result, whether the child really learned or didn't learn, that becomes a secondary thing. 
It says that he must carry on going. And if he goes, doesn't go also sometimes, that too doesn't really matter to us. Which is a very, very sad situation. And Allah forbid that we become those who fall on the other side of this complaint. That we abandon the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. So we have to give this learning and teaching of the Quran Sharif its complete importance, due importance. This is the priority. This is the highlight of a Muslim's day. That he spends his day, some part of his day with Quran Sharif. Learning the Quran Sharif, teaching the Quran Sharif, reciting the Quran Sharif. This is a mu'min. This is his life. So learning the Quran Sharif, one is on that level. Then learning the ahkam and the laws of Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif. So for this we have to come to Dharma Ikram. There are regular programs that take place in the masjid. We have to keep in touch to find out what applies to me. What are the things that I need to know in my day-to-day life? And then all the aspects Allah has mentioned in the Quran Sharif. There are some tafsir lessons that take place once a week. We are part of that. Whatever other lessons of Quran Sharif are taking place from authentic sources. So we're taking it from authentic sources, inshallah, we'll get the right knowledge and we'll be able to practice accordingly on it. Otherwise, if we try to take knowledge from the unauthentic sources, Allah forbid, that knowledge itself, which is unauthentic, can deviate us. One person who was a deviated person, he had some deviated beliefs. He came to Sayyid ibn Musayyab, rahimahullah, great tabi'i, came in his majlis, in his gathering, and he said, I want to recite one ayat of the Quran Sharif. Sayyid ibn Musayyab, rahimahullah, was was it Muhammad bin Sirin, one of the two? He was aware this person has these deviated beliefs. So he said to him, No, sorry. He said, No, I just want to recite one ayat of the Quran Sharif. He said, No, thank you. Jazakallah. So this person insisted, he still refused. Eventually, that person woke up and went away. So his students were around him. He said, But if the person was just wanting to recite one ayat of the Quran Sharif, what was the problem with that? Writing Quran Sharif, he says he's got deviated beliefs. And he may recite that ayat, and in that he may say something as part of so-called commentary. And that may sit in somebody's heart. And that will become the means of that person's deviation. So I won't even listen to an ayat of the Quran Sharif from a deviated person. Because that too will have an agenda behind it. So one is to take the ilm of Qur'an Sharif, but to take it from the right sources. To take it from authentic sources. Then the aspect is, so in this regard nevertheless, is what, for example, a person, now mashallah, very well bound, tafsir, beautiful cover, but is that tafsir from a person who is authentic? Otherwise there are all kinds of tafsirs available. There are tafsirs by people who are staunch Qadianis. They are tafsirs by Shias. They are tafsirs by people who don't believe in Hadith Sharif. They negate all the Hadith. They also got tafsir. And they are tafsir by people who have all kinds of deviated and false beliefs. Now a person is going to read that, where he finish on. So to first check with all of my Kiram, is this tafsir authentic? Should I read this? Or is it something to stay away from? Then, 
comes a very important aspect of Amal bil Quran. Iman on the Quran Sharif, then learning the Quran Sharif. And after learning the Quran Sharif, learning is not for the sake of just some information. Learning is for the sake of Amal. Alladina atina humul kitaba yatluna hu haqqatilawati. In the tafsir of this ayat, there are many, many aspects mentioned, included in this, that those who Allah Ta'ala has given this Quran Sharif, they recite it in a manner that they fulfill the rights of this recitation. So fulfilling the rights of this recitation, it includes tilawat of the Quran Sharif, which we will discuss just now, inshallah. It includes amal of the Quran Sharif. It includes conveying the Quran Sharif. All this is the right of the Quran Sharif. So in any case, Amal bil Qur'an. And now this is the crucial aspect. How much of Amal do we have on the Qur'an Sharif? The Qur'an Sharif in over 500 places gives the command of iqamat salah establishing Salah in our lives. How much of that Salah is in our lives? How much of that Salah is in our lives in the manner that Rasulullah taught it? Sallu kamara'aytumuni usalli. Nabi Islam says, perform your salah as you see me performing my salah. That salah with jama'ah, performing it in the masjid, performing it with khushu and khudu, complete concentration and devotion, in the sunnah manner, with the proper etiquettes. One hadith, Nabi Islam says that, that is a salah of a hypocrite who comes in the last moment of time and then he pecks on the ground like a hen in haste, just pecks on the ground hardly put his head in sajda and he raised it Nabi Islam describes this as a salah of a hypocrite so salah and this is the protection once Nabi Islam gave Abu Zarr some nasihat, some advice they only gave him three things but if a person holds on to these three things, inshallah everything is in hand. First thing he told him, لا تشرك بالله شيئا وإن قطعت أو Don't ever ascribe partners to Allah Ta'ala, don't ever commit shirk. Even if you are cut up into pieces, if you are burnt alive, don't commit shirk. Now being cut up into pieces, being burnt alive, but don't commit shirk, meaning hold on to your iman. Because at the most, your life will go. If you are burnt alive, you cut up into pieces, at the most your life will go. But your iman will keep on taking you forward forever thereafter. And life, one day has to go. Life of dunya is not going to remain forever. So hold on to your iman, that is more valuable than your life also. So one is shirk. Don't ever commit shirk. But on a second level, in all the aspects that branch off from the aspect of kufr and shirk, and that is all the sins. These are not shirk and kufr in reality, but these are branches. So to also hold on to our iman in such a way that we are prepared to undertake that sacrifice to give up sin. We are prepared to undertake that pressure on our nafs, to suppress those desires, to suppress those temptations, and stay away from whatever Allah has forbidden. This is the time of the year 
the so-called holiday time. <coughs> the concept of holiday in the dunya is generally that one must be totally relaxed from everything. No work, no responsibility, and then this creeps into a even holiday from deen. No deen also. Person who is <coughs> punctual on his salah, time comes for holiday, then even that becomes affected. Some salahs get done in time, some not in time, some don't get done at all. Somebody is very punctual on his salah with jama, then he's on holiday somewhere, he's down the road from the masjid, but he's on holiday, he's musafir. So fine, salah with jama also is left out. So now deen also becomes a holiday now. Holiday from deen. Tilawat of the Quran Shireen. It's a time now for holiday now. You talk about tilawat. And zikr and tasbih. So subhanallah. The person says subhanallah on them. Now let me come back from holiday. Whereas, this is a time of the year when all this ibadah should increase. Because this is a time to have extra protection for our iman. This is a time when fitnas abound. This is the time when fitna reaches its peak. And when there is an inferno, then a person is very, very cautious. His house is far away, but he's standing on guard. Because he cannot take chances. There's no when one wind will blow in that direction and it will cause his house to catch on fire also. So the protection is increasing ibadah. Unfortunately, time comes so called holiday time, we decrease ibadah. Taking a small break, that's not something that is impermissible. But there's no holiday from deen. So, the aspect of Amal bil Quran, on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, we were talking about this Hadith Sharif. He said to Hazrat Abu Zarr, said to him, don't ever commit shirk. Second level of that is all sins. Whatever sacrifice needs to be made. A person, a mu'min, is ready to do that. But not ready to displease Allah. And then the second thing he told him, don't ever leave any of your fard salah. Because a person who gives up any fard salah, فَقَدْ بَرِئَتْ مِنْهُ الزِّمَّةِ Allah Ta'ala's protection has been taken away from him. Person who misses one fard salah, Allah Ta'ala's protection has been uplifted from him. And the third thing Nabi Islam says to him, وَلَا تَشْرَبِ الْخَمْرِ and don't drink any intoxicant, don't take any intoxicants. Now, there are only three things mentioned in one hadith. Only three things. The first is to stay away from shirk. Obviously, iman is a foundation. Shirk, kufr, this negates iman completely. So, person has to be completely far, far away from anything to do with shirk, kufr, protect his iman. So that is a foundation. And then only two things mentioned thereafter. One is Salah. Salah, which is the lock on evil. And the other thing mentioned is intoxicants. This is the key to every evil. Salah is the lock on every evil if it's done correctly. Inna salata tanha anil fahsha evil munkar. Salah itself prevents a person from every immoral thing every vice, every evil, salah itself has its effects, provided that salah is a salah. person has got somebody on guard outside his house, but who is the guard? 
The God is daily just breathing, paralyzed. Somebody who, let alone, can hold any weapon in his hand, he can't even hold his hand up. But now he's breathing, still he's alive. And I got him on guard. Allah forbid if something happens, first we'll have to run to save him. <laughs> so now a person likewise says, but Quran Sharif says, Salah prevents a person from all immoral things, all vices. I'm performing my Salah, but I can't seem to stop myself from so much haram. The big question is, what is the strength of that Salah? What kind of Salah are we performing? Is that Salah the way that Nabi Salaam taught that Salah to be performed? Is it that Salah where the heart is with Allah Ta'ala? Is that Salah where all the sunnahs of Salah are being fulfilled? Otherwise, when that Salah is there, it's breathing, the obligation will get fulfilled, but it's so weak that it can't stop us even from one haram. But Salah has to be sentenced. Nabi Salaam mentioned only two things after the protection of Iman. Salah, which is a lock on every evil. If a salah becomes salah. And the other thing, stay away from intoxicants because that is the key to every evil. One is the intoxicant that a person consumes, whether it is drink, whether it is drugs. And then there are other kinds of intoxicants also. The literal meaning of khamar is mayukhamirul aql, the literal meaning. The shari definition is something else more detail, the literal meaning is what covers the mind. The mind cannot think thereafter. The mind is overpowered. Now a drunk person, how does he behave? He becomes a nuisance to himself, nuisance to others also. He harms himself, he harms others also. He sometimes destroys himself and in the process destroys others also. Now that is the effect of that drink that he had. Now, there are sometimes other intoxicants. In this time and age, you hear of people, or there are people, psychologists talk about treating people for cell phone addiction. And then in that, they are treating people for porn addiction. This is a kind of drug. It's an intoxicant. When it overcomes a person's mind, now he's not bothered who's watching, what's going on, who is destroying, destroying his own marriage, harming who, whether he gets destroyed in the process or somebody else gets destroyed, he's not interested. Because he's like a drunk person. And as a result, people are getting cheated for this addiction nowadays. A kind of drug. Not that he excuses anybody in any way. So the person puts his hand in the fire, he's doing that deliberately, that he's actually... He's going to get burned. So Nabi Salaam mentioned just three things, but how comprehensive this is. It encompasses everything. Person got his salah in place, he's put a lock on all evil. And that salah itself now opens the doors. When he puts a lock on all evil, it's opened the doors to all the good. Now that person's heart is flowing towards righteousness. Now he's performed salah, he cannot just wake up and run away. He wants to sit down and make some tasbih also. Because that salah is such that he is now wanting to keep him in. One person was traveling and together with him was his slave. The slave was a person who was very conscious of his salah and the master was not conscious at all. In any case, as they were traveling, one masjid was 
We're passing by our masjid. It's time for salah. The slave said, please, let me go and perform my salah. The person now reluctantly, grudgingly, he said, all right, go quickly. In any case, the slave had to perform his salah. Now this person didn't go inside the masjid too. He's also Muslim, he's waiting outside. He waited, waited. Now the salah finished. Everybody started coming out. Everybody left. This person is still not coming out. So eventually he came to the door of the masjid and he peeped inside. He said, this fellow is sitting inside. Everybody's gone. He told him, what's wrong with you now? Come on now. So the slave replied from inside, he's not letting me come. He's not letting me come out. So this master is looking inside. See, who's not letting you come out? See, he's the same being who's not letting you come in. Amen. That being who's taken the tawfiq of this away from you because of some actions of yours. The sins which you are immersing yourself in. As a result, this tawfiq is gone. So now, but because I, my heart is so attached to Allah Ta'ala, I can't seem to come out of the masjid now. I'm going to force myself out. So when the salah has become salah, it will open his heart out towards righteousness. Now he'll want to take the Qur'an Sharif in his hand. Otherwise, to take the Qur'an Sharif will be very, very heavy. And to hold some novel, hold night also, very easy. Sometimes people talk about it, say I read about one novel almost every night. 250 pages, 300 pages, in one night I can read it. The person in a kind of almost, so to say, how fast I can read, like a kind of self-praise. You're talking about reading what a novel. In one night you can read a whole novel. Now they say, no, it became even lighter now, it's e-book now, you read it in e-book. It's not heavy now. <laughs> so this one Hadith Sharif, this is also the summary of the whole thing. The person holds on to this. His Salah stays away from every intoxicant of every form. Yeah. Then inshallah the road is wide open for him. So we were talking about Amal Bil Qur'an, practicing on the Qur'an Sharif. Whether it is the aspect of Salah, whether it is Zakat, whether it is fasting, whether it is Hajj, whether it is the command of the Qur'an Sharif, قُلْ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُبُّوا مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَظُوا فُرُوجَهُمْ Say to the believing men to lower their gazes and to protect their chastity. So now he's on the street, he's in the marketplace, wherever he is, He's making Amal Bil Qur'an. This is the right of the Qur'an Sharif. He's practicing on the Qur'an Sharif. He's lowering his gaze. Not looking at haram. Not looking at haram on his phone. On the internet. Whoever. And as a result, he's taking the sweetness of Iman. In the Hadith of Qudsi, Allah Ta'ala says, that, نَزْرُ سَحْمٌ مِّن سِحَامِ إِبْلِيسَ مَسْمُومٌ That the haram glance is a poisonous arrow of shaitan. And man tarakaha makhafati abdaltu biha imanan yajidu halawatahu fi qalbi. The one who will refrain from this haram glance. Allah Ta'ala says, I will give him the sweetness of iman, which he will taste in his heart. So now he's making amal on that. He's making amal on earning what is halal only. وَلَا تَأْكُلُوا أَمْوَالَكُمْ بَيْنَكُمْ بِالْبَاطِلِ He's making amal on the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. He's not taking somebody else's property, wealth in any way. He's very conscious about halal. Abdullah bin Mubarak was once on a journey and he stopped somewhere to perform his salah. Now he's in the middle of some place, no 
masjid around, so he stopped on the side of the road to perform his salah. So he was on a very, very expensive, very valuable horse of his. He was riding on that animal, he stopped, dismounted, and now he's busy performing the salah. Somehow that horse got loose from that way he had tied it, and it moved off. And it went and crossed into one private land and started grazing from there. So by the time he finished his salah, this animal was busy grazing in that land. So when he saw this, now this was his very expensive, very valuable horse. And now he's in the middle of nowhere on a journey. When he saw this, he took, put on his shoes and he carried on walking. He says, now Haram has gone into this thing's belly. How am I ever going to ride it? He left it and carried on walking. He continued his journey on foot. I can't touch this anymore. But these are the people who made Amal bil Qur'an. So, Amal on this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. Amal on the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif, Allah Taala intercedes. Can you imagine Allah Ta'ala interceding on behalf of who? On behalf of his servants, his female servants. Allah Ta'ala says, treat your wives kindly. Allah Ta'ala is interceding. Treat them kindly. So now the person who is making Amal bil Qur'an, he's making Amal bil Qur'an in the masjid also, he's making Amal bil Qur'an at home also. In how he treats his wife, in how he treats his neighbors. Waljari dil qurba, waljari junub. Now he's making amal on this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. He's treating his neighbors correctly. He's making amal on the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif. They don't eat, don't consume riba in interest. Leave out this interest completely. He's making amal on that. Having nothing to do with it. These are just some examples <coughs> it comes to the aspect of fulfilling his pledges, his agreements. Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, awfu bil uqood. Fulfill your pledge, fulfill your agreement. There was a time when people, the elder people talk about it, that if a Muslim gave his word even to a non-Muslim trader, then that person was content with that. He'll give him any amount of credit to Whatever it is, you gave your word, that's fine for me. Because a Muslim doesn't go against his word. Now, they say you must have it in black and white. One person said black and white is not enough to know. Even if you have it in color, also not enough. Let alone have it in black and white. A person still has something hidden in the fine print beforehand to make that as a means of getting out of this commitment and obligation and find some way of still taking somebody else's things away and going against his own agreement and own whatever else. Now all this is against this right of the Qur'an Sharif. Amal bil Qur'an. Allah wa ta'ala gives us this Qur'an Sharif with all these ahkam to make amal upon us. So this is one of the very major rights of the Qur'an Sharif, Amal bil Qur'an. And among this is also the aspects of all the inner qualities, aspects of sabr, which the Quran speaks about. Inna Allah ma'as-sabirin. The aspect of tawakkul. Wa'ala Allahi falya tawakkul al-mu'minun. The believers have tawakkul and trust in Allah ta'ala alone. The Shaqib Balkhi rahmatullah alayhi, before his life took a turn, 
it was a time in bulk when there was a severe drought and the drought had reached such a situation that people had nothing to eat, people were dying, those who were dying, others were actually cannibalizing them, they were eating the flesh of the people who had died. They become so severe. Satik Balkhi Rahmatullah came out of his house one day while all this is carrying on all over. And he comes out, he sees one person, he's very happy, he's singing, so to say. He's on the top of the world, smiling, happy. He asked him, how can you ever be happy? You can see what's going on around, how people are suffering. <coughs> and you are so happy? So he says, I'm a slave actually. I'm a slave of one master who's very wealthy. And he owns all these various things. And he's got a very big stockpile of grain. So my master has got all these big stockpiles of grain. You think he's an army slave? He's going to eat, he's going to feed me also. He's got the stockpile of grain, he's not going to leave me hungry. So why should I worry? Why should I be in sadness and grief? I've got nothing to worry about. Now he was talking about some master of his who owns him but who in reality was just as needy as him. But when Shatik Balkhi heard this, it struck his heart. So this person is talking about that one very small, minute, so-called master of his, who owns one few piles of grain. My Rabb owns the heavens and earth. And I am in this depression. I am thinking that where I am going to eat from, this turned his whole life around. And he then turned to Allah wa ta'ala and he reached, reached the heights of tawakkul and trusting Allah ta'ala. So this is also part of the Qur'an thing. This tolerance, forgiveness, compassion, kindness, all this is part of the Qur'an thing. And Abal the Qur'an requires that we bring all this in our lives. Then the other very important right of the Qur'an thing is Tilawat of Qur'an thing. Just as we have to make amal on the Qur'an Sharif, to recite the Qur'an Sharif is also its rights. Now if you consider how much of the Qur'an Sharif do we recite? In one day, if not one day, tell one week, in one month, sometimes the whole year goes by, we haven't recited any portion of the Qur'an Sharif or hardly anything. So now this ayat of the Qur'an Sharif where we started off from, وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا رَبِّ how will we fit into this situation if we haven't read one ayat of the Qur'an Sharif? We will become the people on who this ayat will apply. So therefore, daily recitation of the Qur'an Sharif, some portion, we start off immediately, not from tomorrow. Not from tomorrow, from tonight. From tonight, even if for tonight we only recited half a page. For tonight even we recited just three lines. After Isha Salah, sometimes the Qur'an Sharif, Recite three lines. Inshallah, this two will be a start and then we keep it up. Tomorrow we recite three lines also. If you're not deciding anything, start off with three lines. Start off with half a page. But start off with something. And keep this constant in the Hadith Sharif. Nabi Islam says, Ahabbul a'mal ilallahi ma deema alayhi wa in qalla. The most beloved of actions to Allah Ta'ala, referring to the nafil actions, apart from what is compulsory. The thing that is most beloved to Allah Ta'ala is that action which is constant. Even if it may be little, but it's constant. The person is adding one page, he is adding one page daily. But. And then slowly building it up. After a few weeks, making it one and a half page. 
After another few weeks, two pages. It might take six months before it becomes quarter also. But inshallah, if this constancy, it will lead to much more. Rather than a person trying to now do too much one day, first day he read one para, and the next day he finished slept away. Better than that is he reads a little bit every day and builds it up. And keeps it constant. And tilawat of the Quran Sharif, this is what keeps our homes protected of all the asarat, all the effects of jinnat and jadu and whatever else. Because there is no Quran Sharif unfortunately in our homes being recited. And on top of that, to add fuel to fire, then there is music being played, there is pictures of inanimate things, there is all movies that are taking place all the time, or homes that become cinemas. And what else is going to happen but being infested with all these evils? So the thing is to bring alive the Qur'an Sharif. Bring alive the recitation of the Qur'an Sharif. And remove all these things that draw in the evil effects. So tilawat of the Qur'an Sharif. One letter a person recites, multi, one reward multiplied minimum ten times. Only Surah Al-Fatiha alone will be over a thousand rewards. Surah Al-Fatiha alone. And then the specific aspects of Qur'an Sharif, specific portions, which have special virtues, Reciting Surah Yasin in the morning, Surah Mulk in the evening, reciting the three kuls, Surah Ikhlas, Surah Falak, Surah Nas, the last three surahs of the Quran Sharif, morning and evening, three times each. The Beast Lawson says, Yakti Kavim Kulli Shayn. Person recites these last three surahs, three times each with Bismillah, with Bismillah morning and evening. The Beast Lawson says, Yakti Kavim Kulli Shayn. This will suffice for everything. One Meaning and explanation of this is min kulli virg. A person didn't get the chance to recite anything else. This too will inshallah suffice as a minimum. And the other is min kulli shar. Every evil of jinnat and jadu and all these things. Three times surah ikhlas, surah falak, surah nas with bismillah. This is the protection Allah Ta'ala is providing for us. And the best protection can be that which is established from sunnah. So, reciting these three kuls, reciting Ayatul Kursi at night, Allah Ta'ala appoints an angel to look after the person. Can we imagine? Person recites Ayatul Kursi before going to bed, Allah Ta'ala appoints an angel for him. And various other aspects which you should acquaint ourselves with and recite the Quran Sharif regularly. And then together with this is Tabligul Quran. Conveying the Quran Sharif. Conveying it to one and all. So to bring the Qur'an in ourselves, to convey it to others also. Conveying it by means of our words. Conveying it by means of our actions. Conveying it in every way. Conveying it to those who we know, to those who we don't know also. This is also a right of the Qur'an And we need to fulfill all these rights of the Qur'an We will not be able to get everything in one time, but we have to start everything one time. One, one small bit. Some little amount. Some till our daily some learning of the Qur'an Sharif daily and in this learning also included this tajweed of the Qur'an Sharif to learn how to recite the Qur'an Sharif correctly also a right of the Qur'an Sharif Allah Ta'ala's kalam Allah Ta'ala's words that we recite it in the correct way with the correct, correct pronunciation this will take us closer to Allah so may Allah wa Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we engage ourselves in fulfilling all the rights of the Qur'an Sharif and we put our children in engaging themselves as well we put them into learning the Qur'an Sharif in the maktab, in the madrasa. We make sure they come correctly. We help them to learn their work 
at night so that when they come in the madrasa they are ready for it. Likewise, we encourage our children to become hafiz of the Quran Sharif also, but that is not where it ends. As I explained earlier, that is where it starts. Then to maintain that Quran Sharif, to keep it alive, it takes sometimes three months, six months, one year, three years to become hafiz. It takes a lifelong to remain a hafiz. It's a lifelong effort to remain a hafiz. Otherwise, in a very short time, this can get lost also. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Allah Ta'ala accepts the khatam of the Qur'an Sharif that will take place. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of great khair and barakat for the hafiz of the Qur'an Sharif, for his family, for his friends, for his asatiza, for the community, for one and all, for everybody who has played any portion, any role in it, those who made dua in some way, those who supported this, Allah Ta'ala make it a means of khair and barakat for one and all. Allah Ta'ala make it a means of progressing in deen continuously. And Allah Ta'ala make it a means of each one of us gaining His muhabbat and love. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil haq.
for us as parents to make sure we also play our role in our child becoming happy. So that's why bringing them on time to madrasa, not staying absent for class, learning the sabbat at home, etc. If we play our part also, then we find that the child will then progress and become a good happy of the Quran. Inshallah, now we come to the highlight of the uh, of our program, our student who is completing his history. Hafiz Ziyad Zangrej will decide and complete the Quran. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا محصي فنعم عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك 
جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين رب اغفر وارحم واعفو وتكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم انك انت العز الاكرم لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا حاجه هي لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا اكرم الاكرمين يا راحم المساكين يا ارحم الراحمين ولمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامه مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان واجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير واجعل عواقب امورنا بالخير بيدك الخير انك على كل شيء قدير اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه الدائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار ربنا هب لنا من ازواجنا وذرياتنا قره اعين واجعلنا للمتقين اماما واجعلنا للمتقين اماما واجعلنا للمتقين اماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الابرار ربنا واتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه ولا تخزنا يوم القيامه انك لا تخلف الميعاد الله العالمين يا الله most merciful most gracious most kind most loving Allah ya Allah forgive us ya Allah ya Allah forgive all our major and minor sins ya Allah Allah with the barakat of the Quran sharif ya Allah we are begging your forgiveness ya Allah Allah العالمين forgive us ya Allah forgive our families ya Allah forgive our relatives and friends ya Allah ya Allah forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Allah العالمين ya Allah show your maghfirat of the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the suffering of the ummah ya Allah Allah remove the hardships of the ummah ya Allah Allah you protect the muslims ya Allah Allah protect islam and the believers ya Allah Allahumma ansur al-islam wal muslimin Allahumma ansur al-islam wal muslimin Allahumma ansur al-islam wal muslimin Allah protect the iman and the amal of every muslim ya Allah Allah protect the life the wealth the honor of every muslim ya Allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah you save us from the jahannam every fitna and fasad ya Allah Allah protect us and save us from all the hardships ya Allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah you save us from all the evils and vices ya Allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah you guide us and protect us ya Allah Allah guide us and protect us ya Allah guide us and protect us ya Allah Ilahul alamin ya Allah keep us steadfast from deen ya Allah keep us steadfast from the kalima ya Allah Allah save us from every deviation ya Allah save us from all the isms ya Allah 
ilahul alamin ya Allah enables to fulfill the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah enables to give us the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and enables us to live the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah put the hatred of the ways of yahud and nasara in our hearts ya allah allah put the love of the sunnah in our hearts ya allah ilahul alamin put the love of deen in our hearts ya allah put the love of salah in our hearts ya allah put the love of the quran sharif in our hearts ya allah enable us to recite the quran sharif daily ya allah enable us to practice on the quran sharif ya allah enable us to convey the quran sharif ya allah bilahul alamin ya allah and save us from being those ya allah on the day of qiyamah against whom nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam complained ya allah and there will be nobody to be saving us than that day ya allah allah if nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam complains against us ya allah bilahul alamin you protect us and save us ya allah bilahul alamin ya allah allah all those are sick give them shifa kamila ajila mustamira daima allah remove every trace of their illness ya allah those are in financial difficulties remove the difficulties with afiyat ya allah allah grant barakat in each one's risk ya allah allah grant halal and tayyib risk to one and all ya allah allah save each one from every drop and every grain of haram ya allah bilahul alamin ya allah allah all those who have passed away fill their qabrs with noor ya allah make their complete maghfirat ya allah down in the high stages in the akhirat ya allah at the time of our death take us with the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah take us on iman kamil ya allah take us on tawbah an nasuh ya allah allah take us at the time that you are pleased with us and we are pleased with you ya allah make our qabrs gardens of jannah for us ya allah allah grant us the shafaat of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah give us jannatul firdaus without any reckoning ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat ya allah allah save us from all the traps of nafs and shaitan ya allah allah save save us from the traps of nafs and shaitan ya allah ilahul alamin accept all the work of deen ya allah allah make it a means of hidayat ya allah allah in this very critical time ya allah allah you protect the iman of one and all ya allah allah save us from all the evils and vices ya allah allah save us ya allah from great to places of evil and vice ya allah ilahul alamin save us from places of all nudity ya allah allah save us from places of all fitna ya allah from places of intermingling ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah grant us the true understanding of deen ya allah grant us the correct understanding of deen ya allah ilahul alamin use us for the service of your mubarak deen ya allah use our families and progenies for your service of deen ya allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah all the good that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam begged for allah we are also begging for all the good ya allah whatever rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam sought refuge from allah you grant and us refuge as well ya allah ilahu alamin ya allah all those who are present ya allah who have raised their hands to this dua ya allah ila you know the unseen ya allah you know each one's need ya allah grant each one's needs from the ghayb ya allah fulfill each one's pious aspirations ya allah remove each one's difficulties and hardships ya allah remove each one's problems and anxieties and worries and stress ya allah ilahu alamin grant happiness ya allah unite the hearts ya allah ila unite the hearts ya allah unite the hearts of spouses ya allah unite the hearts of parents and children ya allah Here in the hearts of brothers and sisters ya Allah in the hearts of families ya Allah in the hearts of communities ya Allah in the hearts of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ilahul alamin ya Allah enable us to conduct ourselves in such a way that on the day of qiyamah Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is happy to see us ya Allah that he embraces us on that day ya Allah he gives us the water of kawsar with his mubarak hands ya Allah and ya Allah we gain his shafaat on that day ya Allah and save us from that situation that on the day of qiyamah nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is pleased to see us ya Allah allah who will save us then ya Allah ilahul alamin ya allah allah grant us the best of dunya and the best of akhirah ya allah allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min sharri ma sta'adaka minhu nabiyyuka wa habibuka sayyiduna muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta almusta'an wa 'alayka albalagh wa la hawla wa la quwwata illa billahi al-'aliyyil 'azim وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد واله وصحبه اجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين